Off point with CJ and Ace. I'm Ace. I'm CJ. All right, so here we are again. Another week. Another week. Yep. And let's see. Last week we we left off at uh, championship weekend. We really didn't know um, where everybody was going to land. Is that right? No, no, we found out because it happened on Sunday. Happened on Sunday, so we know what's going on in uh, college football. Uh, so now we're just kind of waiting around, just playing the waiting game, waiting for uh, waiting for these games to pop up. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, there's other things going on. There's recruiting and uh, uh, kids entering the uh, transfer portal. So this is the time. Where uh, oh, it, it coaching changes. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some interesting interesting things going on that we can talk about. So, um, shoot, man, we can talk about whatever. Yeah. What about the? So, uh, so I'm not sure if we mentioned that last week about. Uh, do we know that last week? Lincoln Riley. Well, no. Yep, we've known USC. that. Let's see. That was so yeah last week. USC. Right. Um, no, two weeks. Okay. Right after Oklahoma lost to Oklahoma okay, State. Okay, that's right. Yeah, he was kind of like. Believe, yeah, believe. that kind of happened quick. That was one of the quick ones. Some of the other ones yeah. we we're waiting on. I believe uh, um, Brian Kelly also. We found out almost right away. Yeah, yeah, that was another quick one. Uh, Notre Dame had to make a a, a quick decision. Um, I don't think they were going to get any answers from Luke Fickle. I'm pretty sure that's who they wanted. No, n- not when his team is heading to the playoffs. No, no I just don't think that was, it was bad timing. Extremely. So, but uh, Marcus Freeman, who was the D.C. Boo. Well, kind of, sort of. Um, being a former Buckeye. And he regrets it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, can, we can touch on that a little bit. So, um, so this letter. Um, like a like a handwritten letter. Um, yep. Don't know exactly what it says, but just to sum it up, that uh, he, uh, he doesn't want to regret making the same decision twice. So, yep. um, so if you don't know, look it up. Um, if you want to, I don't uh, want to be on a really good team more he, than once. He, Marcus Freeman wanted. It was between Notre Dame and Ohio State. It um. Those were his choices, um, but he picked Ohio State, and then I think that now that he has been at Notre Dame, he kind of sees the things that. Um, but he was never a player. That he was that he wasn't a part of some of the things that at he Notre missed Dame. if he would have been there. Um, but yeah, I don't know why he said what he said in that letter, um, as if um, going to Ohio State was a regrettable decision. Not cool, man. Not yeah. cool. And 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 they, and and as of now, I don't. I don't even think that there's a. Uh, 
I don't think he's even addressed that. I just know that it's kind of been talked about um, around here anyway. Because um, he was he was a really good player. Uh, and I just, I don't think that he would, he may not be where he's at now if he didn't go to Ohio State. Who's to say he would have had the career he had at Notre Dame? Yeah. So I really think that. I feel like Oldham didn't slap him, didn't slap him on the head hard enough, I guess. Maybe not. So, I mean, I just wonder if it's just from like a recruiting standpoint or something to, so other, you know what I mean? So like other players. Mm-hmm don't miss out on going to Notre Dame. If it's between Notre Dame and another school, mm-hmm. he didn't need to say that though. You know, there's no, no, there's no way, does. there's no way I believe that he regrets going to Ohio state. Well, I don't know why he would say, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to make good the way same, to get players over the same mistake twice. So yeah, it really has to be from a recruiting standpoint, but, and got lost in that moment, but he had, Plenty enough time to think about what he was writing. It's not like it was on the cuff. Nope. You know, so. Um, and who do they got in their bowl game? Notre Dame. Fighting Irish, I believe, has Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. A Jim Knowles list. Oklahoma State. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out. Notre Dame will probably win that one, but I think it'll be a good game. They've got a pretty decent offense. Um, and that will be in the Fiesta Bowl. Their defense, the defense is really good too. I mean, just you know, just because Jim Knowles may not be there, doesn't mean they can't still keep applying the same principles and stuff that they have full time but i don't know we'll, not, see. But... we'll see we'll see what other coaching changes that we have we have like like oregon i think there's a new guy out in oregon they were going after chip dan, Kelly. dan lanning yeah i think that's what i guess what you said but i thought they were going after chip kelly they were they wanted him back he was not leaving he's no, not going back that's not happening so. He does. He doesn't want to make the wrong decision twice. Right. <laughs> um, right. Or uh, Brent Venables leaving Clemson to take a head coaching job at Oklahoma. Yeah. He'll start after their bowl game because yeah. Bob Stoops is set to make one game return. One game return, huh? Okay. And I re- I really think that he he'd probably still be the head coach at Oklahoma right now. If it wasn't for Lincoln Riley, because you, you know why he left what he did, right? Well, I just thought he Be- decided to hang it up. No, he. Um. So the reason he retired when he did was because they had Lincoln Riley, and he knew Lincoln Riley was the perfect next head coach for Oklahoma, and he didn't want to miss out on that opportunity. So he went up and hung it up a few years earlier than he wanted just to make sure that Lincoln Riley became so, the head coach. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that's a that's a true sooner right there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, setting him up and getting him in a in a good position. And it worked out. It worked out. And I know Oklahoma's sad to see him go. Um, not, not the Stoops, but, you know, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, him too. It's going to be huge for USC. My goodness. Yeah, tons of 
previous Oklahoma recruits decommitting and uh-huh. or officially committing now to USC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. They're after Lincoln. Yep. Trojans. As we know, uh, Quinn Ewers left or entered the transfer portal, mm-hmm. and the officially new committing. is committing where? The University of Texas at Austin, the Longhorns. So he's going to be a Longhorn. See what happens there. They need a well, quarterback. Not too much. They, they, don't, need a they don't have Herman anymore. Well, I know they'd like to get back in there. They haven't been that that great without him so far. Yeah. They haven't been that bad either. I mean, I don't think Sarkeesian did, terrible, but did any worse than Herman. I mean, Herman had his ups and downs there. I don't think they gave the guy long enough to really. No. I mean, because he did great things at Houston. I mean, so, I don't know. Yeah, he had he had some pretty good things over there with the Longhorns. Yeah, it's just crazy how fast they are so quick to to boot these coaches. Yep. I mean, come on. I mean, sometimes it just you. I mean, it may take a few years, three, four, five years to. I mean, I mean, not everyone is a Jim Truss or Urban Meyer and no. can just come in there right away and. Right. I mean, how right. long did it take Jim Harbaugh to beat his rival for the first time? Right. Win the Big Ten championship and get into the playoffs. How long did that take? Yeah, the Wolverines. They hung in on that guy. I mean, I feel they had full belief that this was the guy. Not only, not only that. I also think it was like, who else is there during this time? I mean, so this is like. The best they're going to get, let's stick with it anyway. And it's starting to pay off. I mean, it's finally starting to pay off. I mean, you know, one hand, it kind of sucks right now as a Buckeye fan to Harbaugh can finally appreciate his on. Christmas. Yeah. Yep. He can finally enjoy it after but seven I say kudos. years. As much as I hate that loss, it I, it was needed, man. It was, it was needed. I don't think which... Other news we learned over the last week, Jim Knowles heading over to Ohio State yeah. as the new defensive coordinator. Hopefully that pans out pretty well. He did really good at Oklahoma State, who was averaging, you know, holding opponents to 17 points per game. Second best defense only to Georgia. So that could be huge. That could be yeah. huge. And he'll be starting the day after the Rose Bowl, January 2nd, and – I mean, I think if we didn't if we didn't lose to the Wolverines, I don't think we would have Jim Knowles. Well, no, you wouldn't think that your defense was bad enough to where you would need no something. Just like uh, they didn't know they needed to change anything when we lost to Oregon. I mean, they took that loss to say, "Hey, we need to do something mm-hmm. here," and they did, and it looked seemed like it was working, not coaching wise, but I mean, and I think it did. I think I mean they did improve. They did. But what? How? I mean, look at the the Spartans game when we it played them. It was improved, them, but mean, it wasn't it was, fixed. Right there, it's it was still lacking. It was still lacking something. I I still think in in that Wolverine game, I think the one crucial element that was missing was the element of toughness. Yeah, you know, it was it was a mentality toughness factor in that game and I just think that Ohio State lacked it. I really don't think, think that I don't think that there was a whole lot that was wrong with that defense. Because I half mean, 
Mm-hmm. I think we just relied on talent alone. I mean, another another partially. thing to take into yeah, another thing to take into consideration. Half of our starters have never even played in that game before. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Where you know, Wolverines had seventh year seniors on their team. Oh yeah, it took, seven year it guys. Took, right, just to get just to get the job done. Just to get the job done, um, and I think that played a huge factor. Uh, I also think that. Congratulations! In seven years, you've won one pair of gold pants. Yeah. To Ohio State's six pairs. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that it doesn't it doesn't matter how much you can sit here and talk up how meaningful the rivalry is unless you've experienced exactly what that is it's it's hard to translate Mm -hmm. that onto the field and get in that state of mind like this is so important you're not taking Mm -hmm. this from me and i don't think that and i i believe that a lot maybe not all of the the players that were out there on the field for the buckeyes i mean believe i'm sure there was a a couple of them they're munford so right because you jeremy rucker yeah, so you had some guys that they've been in the game, they do understand it, but for so long that that's never been taken away from us. Chris Olave, Garrett yeah, Wilson. Yeah, and that's never been taken away yeah. from us. So Teague, Teague's another one. So they got, but just not not enough. They got for it to fully translate. Right, right. So they just kept getting punched in the mouth, and I mean they tried fighting. It was. But yeah, I mean, they I, had some good moments, but just it wasn't it wasn't enough. I mean, you can tell who you can tell who wanted that game more. Well, yeah, it's hard to want that game as much as the team who, as the team who's dominated the rivalry for the last twenty years. Yeah, it's hard to want the game as much as the team that has not been dominating. Right, there's so much so much more fight you're going to get out of that. The person is just it's tired of. Getting beat down time and time again. Like I've just, we've just, we've had enough. They have. So. And And then you have it. And then you just, uh, you know. But we'll be back. You beat us once a decade. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't say we don't know what's going to happen next year. We didn't think this would happen this year. I mean, we were rolling, buddy. We were and rolling. But you know what? If they beat us once a de- decade, that's all they need. And then we hit amazing blue wall. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Not to mention. How funny would that have been if at the end of that game, instead of instead of having that defeated look on everybody's face, like, uh, what if all the buggers just kind of looked at each other and looked over across at Michigan <laughs> yeah. and then just started I clapping and giving this the were, thumbs up? If like, this was yeah, last year's. If this was last year's Ohio State team, one that understood the rivalry a bit more, I think that may have been the case, where no one truly understood what it was. Very few, I mean, very few of our players did. So there's that too. Right. How much of a slap in the face would that have been? Like, yeah, finally. Just start (laughs) clapping like, finally, you did it. Good job. I mean, that would be even better at Ohio Stadium just to put up there (laughs) on the score, like on the board. Finally, for the first time in 10 years, that team up north has finally beaten us with their seventh-year seniors. 
Congratulations, you've won once in the last decade. Or, or maybe all, all maybe all Jim Harbaugh needed was a bye year. Maybe. He, he dodged um, a bullet, man, because the team we had last they year. They've been smoked last year. Would, yeah. If we played last bad. year, I don't think we would have lost this year. Maybe Maybe I think not. that was just one more slap in the face that Harbaugh would have taken. At this point, you've been like, look, guys, just play well enough. That keeps your draft stock good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go smoke over here while you guys play. <laughs> um, speaking of Jim Harbaugh, he has set the standard so low that all it, ha- that all it took was for him to beat his rival, and he's named Coach of the Year. Yeah, I yeah I heard that. With Ryan Day, can... that never happened. It didn't. No, that that would never happen too. It's like well, they expect us to exactly. win that game. Um, I would have picked um, Mel Tucker. I just kind of think that. Yeah. They. Mm. I feel like they were just so far ahead of schedule. I mean, they had. Definitely. A, they had. I know. Last year, I feel like it was just kind of a wonky year. Um, maybe it didn't really count. <laughs> you can almost like to completely scrap that year. Yeah. Um, I know Bama wouldn't want to do that, but <laughs> and Buckeyes but, but, might not want to do that. Yeah. I mean, that Clemson game. Yeah. Like even the Michigan State game. Right. So it was. Um, so yeah, no, I, I just think that it, MSU was kind of ahead ahead of their. They were. They were. And I'd also say Luke Fickle. I mean, he's taking Cincinnati all the way to the four spot in the college football playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was the Big Ten Coach of the Year. Oh, no. Mel Tucker is Big Ten Coach of the Year. Oh, so he did get that. Oh, okay. But all college football. All college football. Or at least all FBS. Yeah. Harbaugh is Coach of the Year. But Fickle, I think Fickle might have deserved it most. I mean, at this point, Nick Saban would – for Nick Saban to win it at this point, they would need to, um, like their defense would need to average allowing zero point zero yards per game. Zero points, like like they would have to like win every single game one hundred to zero, one hundred to zero, and make it all the way to the playoffs right, and right, win. Yeah, for him to be named Coach of the Year. Yeah, there's no way he's ever getting that. Or even Georgia's coach. Um even I'm a little surprised with that. Like, I feel like he would be more likely to win it than maybe Harbaugh. Well, after the season they had. Well, they didn't beat their rival. Do they have a rival? I'm sure they do. Every team's got a rival. Well, in the SEC it's really just everyone. Alabama's always the, is the rival to everybody. <laughs> Everybody's rival, especially Auburn's. Yeah. Um, so it looks like uh, the Sunny Styles. Mm-hmm. Reclassifying to the to class a, of twenty twenty-two. Yep, and signing with Ohio State. Yep, he's ready to be a Buckeye. Let's bring him in. And hopefully he sticks around. Yeah, I don't know. He's been he's been committed for a while. Yeah, I think at this point he's just like, 
they, they need a good they need a good defensive player. Yeah. And he could probably very easily win a starting job this offseason. Yeah. And with Jim Knowles over there, that I'm sure that helps too. Well, that, well I mean, Jack Sawyer was supposed to be. I mean, he's, he, was, he was, but he also didn't get as much J- playing time as you would expect. Yeah, that JTT, mm-hmm. which there's only one T, so I hear. But I, I don't know why they were why they call him JTT. JT two, it's like two Myola or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But there's only one T. I mean, it's just like calling. <laughs> Well, I know, but it's just like calling J.T. Barrett J.T.B. Like, I don't even think his middle name is T. Um, it's the same with C.J. Stroud. There's no J in his name. Oh, that's just weird. Must, must just be a like, almost like a nickname he just picked up or something. Yeah, I guess. Huh. So, but, yeah, there was there are no standouts on the defensive side of that ball. Not I mean, Nothing like... I mean Haskell kind of towards yeah, the Haskell, beginning. Yeah. I mean seven seven banks. Um, Maybe a little more Denzel, Denzel Burke. Burke. Th- those two. Yeah. I mean. Um, I mean Ronnie Hickman should have a few Ron, a few yep, times. Yep. I mean there um, are no like, there were one. some there flashes, was no, but there was not. Like, there was no Bosa. There was no Akuda. There was no Young. Chase, yeah. There was no Ward. Right. Um. No Eli Apple. There was there, there wasn't really. A, one standout right like like when like watch out for this guy you know yeah no but at the same time we still had a pretty good defense talent wise i think ha- that'll change I think, I think we're going to start hearing some names next year haskell sawyer jtt um burke Man. proctor while he was there for two games yeah which i i think that would have that would have helped us too if we still had proctor cody simon Mm-hmm. We'll watch him, watch him grow. He's you might hear his name a lot more next year. Yeah. You know, you got these, you got some guy. You know, when these guys leave, or not leave. What was I want to talk about? So we got this Utah game coming up. So who's playing? Who's not playing? That's kind of been the question. Um, I'd like to think that most, if not all of our starters, will be in this game. I think. I just think after that Wolverine loss, you'd want to get that bad taste out of your mouth and just yeah. end it on a good note, take out that, that frustration. Not to mention it's a chance to raise your draft stock. I do think it's it, it. I think it would help, but players don't play in these bowl games. I mean, usually it's the lesser mm-hmm. bowl games that they don't play in to not risk injuring themselves. That's that's the point, right? Yeah. Why take a risk? You know. Um. But here's the thing. So uh, so you're so close. And I'm just using the Buckeyes, for instance, on this. Because if guys start opting out not to play because of a risk of injury, if we would have made it to the semifinals. They would have played. You would, you would be playing then, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you not play now? One, this is the Rose Bowl. 
it's still a good a good bowl to get into. Without the Rose Bowl, we wouldn't have any other bowls, and even the Super Bowl, I don't think, would be around. Right. And here's another thing, is because it it, it can kind of go both ways. I tried to look at it both ways. Is it a selfish decision? It could be seen as a selfish decision. Yep. I mean, you do want to protect yourself. You're you're trying to get to the pros. I totally understand that. But here on the other side of it, is it kind of put your – I just wonder what goes through the coach's head. So you've got this coach who – I'm not going to say his job is on the line by any means. They can lose this game. But it does kind of hurt the value of that coach if you don't win your bowl game. I mean, they kind yeah. of look at that. So it's like – wouldn't you want to go out there and play for your coach? Yeah. You know? I mean, your your, your coach, he, he he chose you to go out there and mm-hmm. help lead the team. Yep. You know? Without him, you, you wouldn't be heading to the draft. Right. He helped put you in that position, you know? Helped put him in a position to be a winning coach. Yep. Those were those were my thoughts, but it really I mean, it's, is. It's, it's simple. I mean, it's as simple as that. But um, I th- I do think Chris Olave will play. I think so too. I just it, it it's hard for me to think that anybody would is gonna would sit out. I, I just, think I think they've got such a good mm-hmm. culture at Ohio State, and I and and they still have a lot to play for. You know, then there's the result of the last game of the mm-hmm. season. So I just think all this combination of things is just going to, you know, mm-hmm. get your guys together and then just go out with one last raw. Yep. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, we all know Stroud's going to play, that's for sure. Um, we all know Smith Smith Najigba's going to play. So, I mean, I guess right there in uh, Trayvon, Travion Henderson – we know he's going to play. I think that right there is at least enough for our offense to produce. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to go off to the NFL. So, well, yeah, I know that's why I'm saying I know that I know right. that's why they're going to right. Why they're going to play? Um, I mean, and there's still a bunch of good receivers in our locker room too. Cameron Babb, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Um, Julian Fleming, who I really think wasn't for his injuries, he could have been number four. Oh, for sure, for sure. Earth, wind, fire, and what? Water, air. Oh, wind, air. Oh, earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, we already got wind. So, wa- water is that the? Yeah. Guess it would be water. Your element. Yeah, kind of. Um. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back, and maybe uh, dabble in a little bit of Buckeye basketball. All right, so we're back, and let's talk about some Buckeye basketball, because that's kind of what... 
that's the season we're going to be moving into right after football. Yep. So, well, I mean, we're kind of in the transition of things right now. Uh, Buckeyes are doing pretty good. They're looking pretty hot right now. Yep. Um, last week they took down number one Duke on Coach K's last run. So yeah. that's pretty cool. The dude is 0-2 against Ohio State. How about that? Yeah, and if I'm correct, the uh, the last time we took down number one, I think it was Duke, was 2011 after losing to the Wolverines. Wow. That's pretty cool. So then we just recently played Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Another uh, ranked team. Yeah, so... Ohio State was 21, 22. and Wisconsin was 22. Yep. And so Wisconsin, before playing Ohio State, played Indiana. I always say this. I don't know. I don't know Indiana's record, but I don't think they were doing doing very good. Indiana's usually pretty good in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They're usually one of the best teams. I mean, they're usually up there, a tough team. And I, I still think they'll probably, you know, have their moments and, and, and can be a competitive team. So – Wisconsin was down by 22, 22 points. They were down. They came back, and I think they won by like a point or something, but they came, they rallied back from a 22-point deficit. So kudos to Wisconsin for doing that. So coming into this game, I'm like, okay, this could be tough. Uh, uh, you know, Coach Holtman said these guys are, that Wisconsin's a, a very physical team. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I'm watching, I'm watching the game, and, and sure enough, like in the you know beginning of the first half, here's here's Wisconsin coming in. You know they're nailing shots. They're doing really good, um, and it was definitely a battle back and forth. Uh, they went into the half thirty-one uh, thirty. Buckeyes were up by one, and then and then that second half, here here comes the Buckeyes. They just went on a went on a run and. And, and kept them probably, I would say, for the most part, it was like anywhere from like seven to eleven points. They kept, they Dang. stayed ahead. So uh, the final on that was seventy three fifty five. Yeah, and I was like, holy cow! But guys are looking really good, and I and I really feel that there's there there's still a lot of room there to grow. A lot of good players. They do have a lot of good players. EJ Liddell averaging, you know, twenty some points a game. Zed um, Key. Zed Key. Uh that dude that dude's tough to guard, and I'll tell you what, because he can when he's in the paint, he's got this little hook shot and he can do it left or right handed. So it, mm-hmm. it just it can make him he's hard to guard. And you know. So that was that's fun to watch. And you got Justin Arns, who can be just a, a three-point machine. Yeah. Um, Michi Johnson. Michi Johnson, he's another guy that has uh, uh, been a key player at times. Yeah. Like He's had key moments in a game that is just it's impressive. You know, I watched him in that Wisconsin game, sink a three, and then immediately, um, you know, and steal a ball mm-hmm. right out of a Wisconsin hands and, and, and then take it down um, past the EJ Liddell. And then he, Liddell passes to, I think it was Zed Key, who 
uh, dunks it in for two. And yeah. I was like, gosh, man. And it just happened so quick. Yeah. Um, there'll be Jamari Wheeler as well. I mean, that's a Penn State transfer right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, he had a game, a good game against uh, Penn State. Yeah. Um, There's actually a group of guys in that game that uh, painted on their torsos to spell out Schrader. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes uh, out there and just <laughs> dominates that game. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good. I think he, he came out there with like nine points or something. Mm-hmm. So he he did really well. Um, I think I think Holtman's got a he's got a good group of guys out there, and I still yeah. think that they're they're finding, um, you know, trying to trying to find where where guys are fitting best. Yeah, you know. But but when you get more and more guys that are shooting, that are scoring points, um. We need another. We do need a, a, another guy or two that can, that can get the points, when like Liddell is down. I mean, yeah. if something was to happen to him, I think that, I think we would we yeah, would we be do. hurting pretty bad. It's like Kyle Young. We we yeah. need that guy in there too. Um, he's Seth Towns is another one. Yeah, another guy. Because um, Kyle Young, he's shooting threes now. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't his thing. He was not yeah. a three point shooter. And now he's he's sinking some of them, and it's yeah. Um, basketball, and at least in my opinion, it's probably one of the easiest sports to um, name positions. Yeah, as a coach, because yeah. a lot of it's really about build. All right, your your biggest guy is the yeah. center. Right. Um, your next biggest guy is your strong forward. You're kind of like like one of your smaller guys is a is another forward, um, and then your best shooter. Your, your point guard. Um. Yeah. Right. So you know it's it's kind of easy to. Yeah. It is. Name positions there, but at the same time, when you have so much talent, it's like, all right, we have like five point guards and two centers. That doesn't really balance out. Yeah. Um. So there, there's that. And I mean, when Ohio State has so much talent, does it really matter where you're playing? Right. Well, you would think that. I mean, right. I say as I mean, as long as I mean, I mean, just like you were saying, as long as we have a guy that can put up the points, like like EJ Liddell, mm-hmm. I'd say at least a guy that can play center. I, I think we're covered. Right. So we have a big guy and a, a scorer. Right. So, but yeah, Ohio State just has so much talent on the that right, team it, this it, year. and it's nice to have more guys that can shoot threes. I've watched Jamari Wheeler toss some um, some three pointers. Michi Johnson, obviously Justin Arns, Kyle Young. I mean, that right there is already a handful of guys that, and EJ Liddell can nail them too. I mean, the dude's good from everywhere. He's he's our he's our star. He is phenomenal um, from the free throw line. They're a fun team to watch this year. Really yeah. fun to watch and. I can see them going really far. Part, so. part of what makes them so fun to watch is they can lose five games and still head on to the tournament. Right. Where yeah. in sports like football, you lose one, you're like, great. Well, at least there's the Rose Bowl out there. Lose two, like, maybe we'll get to the Rose Bowl. Right, 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 right. It's 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 tough. Ba- basketball is a lot less stressful it as is. a fan. And I've said this before that because – I'm so in tune with football. I love football. That's that's my my number one sport, my go-to sport. And we all know 
the the standard that we place Ohio State Buckeyes football under, right? Mm-hmm. So when you lose one, it's almost earth shattering. Mm-hmm. You hate it because we we don't lose. Like you're not supposed to lose. When you're Ohio State Buckeyes, yeah. you're not supposed to lose. You're supposed to go and take the whole thing every year. So when I watch like Ohio State Buckeyes and they lose, I'm like. I'm ready to give up, but I got to yeah. tell myself it's it's fine. And this year I've been really good about that. You know, the loss to mm-hmm. Xavier, I'm like, it's okay. It's early. You know, Coach Holtman schedules these tough games early on, and I think that is – I think that's smart. I think yeah. that is a smart thing to do, get some of these tough games. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. And if you put yeah. your weak, weak guys out, you know, you know schedule weak teams – that you know that you should beat pretty handedly, it's not going to do much for for your growth. So, yeah. um, so like having Duke on there, I think mm-hmm. it was huge. And yeah. then to win that, I mean, it was just I wasn't expecting the win. No, was not expecting them to win that. Um, we're like we have currently number one undefeated Purdue on our schedule. Purdue coming up. All right, well, they lost. Have they lost now? To the Rutgers. That's right, they did. They lost to Rutgers. Um, so, but yeah, they're still a tough team. Just because I, just because they lost to the Rutgers and what I yeah. think was a close one. Um, so that would put Baylor as the new number one, wouldn't it? Maybe. I think they were two, the last I saw, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the... they're number two because that's what I'm looking at here, and unlike football, they don't update after every game. Right, right. You know, we'll, we'll get three, it's, four it's games. It's kind of weird because you're mean, like, how are they won? They just lost. No, yeah, you just you got to wait for it's, I mean, the results to come that's out. That's the scary thing like, with, like, Ohio State. We beat number one Duke, but then if we went and lost to Penn State, we probably wouldn't have gotten ranked. Maybe, yeah, who knows. I mean, it's like, but we still beat number one. Because they've got to take in other other games in consideration along the but way. But we beat number one. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, it's like, otherwise you're putting out rankings every day. Yeah, that But, I mean, it's also the AP. They can probably do that. It's not a committee mm. like the CFP. But, yeah. But still, it, it can be a little troubling. So now they've got they've got standpoint. Kentucky coming up. Yeah. That's not, next. that's not going to be a walk in the Number park. Number ten, UT Martin, and then New Orleans. That'll be it for the month of December. Crazy. You know what else is crazy? Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh yeah. And and I only say this just I don't watch it. I don't really follow it other than. I listen to the sports radio every day. Just to kind of stay in tune with what's going on. And, you know, they talk about the Jackets and, you know, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not like a huge fan. I like hearing about them win, hearing about them doing good. But they've got this gauntlet. They've got five, I think that's right, five road games in a row. That's not easy. They just had... I mean, and they recently played their home game against the the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Which would have been nice to have a win before you go on your long journey to all these other teams on the road because they haven't been doing that well at home or on the road. Oh. 
So now that's tough. That's that that's a tough schedule right there. Five five road games in a row. You lose your home game before taking off. So that's rough. Hopefully they can win a couple of those. Yeah. So, I mean, or, by no means are these guys, I don't even know if they'll make it to a playoff, but, you know, if they have, like, a pretty decent season at least, because this is kind of like a rebuild for them. A little bit. Um, First year with the new coach. Or Ohio State's doing pretty well in hockey. Yeah, they just had a match against the number three Wolverines. Mm-hmm. What are we, 17? We were 17. I believe. I don't even know who won that game. I meant to kind of keep an eye on it because it came on like at, was that Friday? Saturday. Or Saturday. It was Saturday 11. at like 7 or something. Yeah, that was, as I'm looking here. Maybe. Six to one, Ohio State. Wow. It looks like. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. No. What kind of fuel do you think they had? The Buckeyes. Yeah. The Buckeyes. Right. Um, I they... to mention, um, speaking about fuel for the Buckeyes, did you hear about Desmond Howard at the Heisman? Ceremony? No. Oh. Well, was he and Aiden Hutchinson, the, I believe, linebacker from the Wolverines? Right. We're talking, I mean, Hutchinson didn't really do or say anything wrong. He just kind of mentioned, you know, he's, he, he kind of just mentioned how they beat Ohio State, but but if you look close, he kind of just, like, waved his hand back, like, no offense, CJ. Oh, yeah. Where Howard just freaking... He kind of insulted the Buckeyes. Dude, that's not the time or place to do that. Hmm. I mean, I really think Desmond Howard just kind of stole the stage yeah. from all the guys on there. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're a sports analysis. You're not important right now. <laughs> so don't make yourself important. Yeah. No, From what I've seen, nobody's talking about Bryce Young winning. They're all talking about, about Desmond Howard. <laughs> so, so nice job. You, you accomplished your goal. Yeah. You stole the spotlight from from these young twenty some year old yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations! Right, it's their night. Yeah. And that's the thing, Wolverines. They they win in football once a decade, and they all come out and talk trash. Like, hey, stop talking about the past. But we've beaten you like eight out of the last ten years. Stop talking about the past. A year later, remember when we beat you last year? Yeah. Stop talking about the past, dude. Right. Right? Yeah. Now let them have the one. So, you know what? It's just they're adding fuel to a dangerous fire. Yes, they are. We'll take it. We will take it. That's nice. Um, I believe that was the end of Ohio State's schedule in hockey. Okay, so it's kind of like football. Well, I think um, that's basketball this year too. We're yeah. ending with 
with them, but I don't think that's normal. But they're usually there towards the end anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we will. I believe that was our last game of the season, or at least that's the last it's wanting to show me. Yeah, six to one. Which is nice coming out coming off a loss to Western Michigan. Oh, jeez. And Bentley. It was a losing streak of two. Come back, beat the rival. Well, you know what? Let's end this on a good note. At least, yeah, for both of us. So in the NFL, we had some teams. Our teams won. Yeah. How cool was that? You got the Dallas Cowboys over here. Um, Those working heated benches saved our butts. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was that was nice. That's what Ohio State should do when they travel to Ann Arbor. Just bring their own benches. Bring their own heated benches. Like, we don't need your crap. Right. So kudos to them, even though they almost lost that. Gosh, let and watched it. But hey, you know what? That's kind of that's that was the that was just today. That's just how it was. Mm -hmm. uh, the Brownies did the same thing. Yeah. They scored twenty four points in the first half. Didn't score a single point in the second half, and let the Ravens come back with the final of twenty four twenty two. So close yeah. to losing. Like it was 20, 24 to 3 or 6 or something mm -hmm. like that going in the half, I think. Yeah. And they let them come back and stay in that game and almost lost it. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, that has to that has to hurt as a Ravens fan, too. And here's the thing. Like you came and they so were close. doing it with a, with a different quarterback. It wasn't Lamar. He went out with a uh, an injury to his ankle. I mm -hmm. saw. So, yeah, that Huntley character. He was. Uh, he looked pretty good out there. Not too bad. Not too bad. I mean, almost. It almost helped him win the game. So, he must have been doing something right. Um, and then another one of my teams now here. This is what's kind of hard for me because I like rooting for my Ohio teams. But in the NFL, first and foremost, I am a, a, a huge 49er fan. Huge 49er and fan. Didn't, didn't you become a 49er fan watching them play the Bengals in the Super Bowl? I did. I did. Back in uh, Super Bowl 16. That was a long time ago. I was like nine years old. <laughs> yeah. I'm old. They uh, they win that one. The Niners won. All right, so they've won one Super Bowl. Who? Niners. The Niners. No, they they won and um, because they lost with rookie Kaepernick. They lost with basically rookie Garoppolo. Oh, they uh, yeah they haven't won since nineteen ninety four with Steve long Young time. over the uh, L.A. Chargers. Yeah. So that was the last time the Niners won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you and I may not agree on NFL teams, but we do agree on the conference, the original NFL, the the NFC, the NFC over the AFC. Yeah. Um, 
But I was saying it that well, they played yeah. the Bengals. Like yeah. I said, I like rooting for Ohio teams, so it was kind of hard. Also, Burrow being from here, um, normally I root for him, and I thought it was going to be tough. Like you know, but as soon as, as soon as the Niners took the field, it was like you can't. It, I, I couldn't. It was just like full on Niners. Like that's, it, that's I did not I want Cincinnati to win at yeah. all. That's, that's how I am with the Cowboys when they played the um, played the Browns and the Bengals last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like like. Well, maybe I want it to be tough for for the sake of Ohio, but <laughs> the the second they they took the ball, started on offense, I was like, destroy them. Yeah, yeah. But, but that, we lost. I think we lost to the Browns. But that was another game. Um, that the Niners like the Niners had that they had that game. They had control. They were in control of that game. They were holding. Their defense was just it was outstanding there for most of the game up until about the beginning of the fourth quarter maybe a little bit into the yeah. fourth quarter they held Cincinnati to six points mm-hmm. so two field goals they haven't even seen a touchdown that whole game and San Francisco had 20 points at this point they ended up um kicking a field goal I think this was probably after Cincinnati had already scored a touchdown yeah um you know, making it twenty to thirteen. No, they did not. No, their field goal took them to twenty. Yeah. So, but yeah, and then uh, Cincinnati tied the game up, sent it into overtime. But your Niners, your Niners pulled it out in the end. They pulled they? it out in the end. Yes. Yeah. That, that that is Garoppolo playing, wasn't it? That was Garoppolo. Yeah. Because I I think Lance is still hurt. Um. Yeah, he was on the sidelines. Um, um, they didn't have Elijah Mitchell, which w- would have been a huge difference. Um, I know Debo Samuel was in there. Um, I think he had scored a touchdown. Uh, George Kittle is a freaking machine. I love watching that guy. He made some pretty incredible plays. Yeah. So it was It was tough because it was so stinking close. Mm-hmm. I mean, so stinking close that they, I mean, they you're, almost lost it. Yeah, and your Niners ne- probably needed that win. They did. They were, yeah, they were 6-6. Six and six. They're 7-6 and six now. Um, So is Cincinnati. It's also 7-6. Yeah. Um, the as Browns a, are 7-6. and six. Yeah. Dang. Um, luckily, my Cowboys only have, like, I believe we are eight and four, nine, nine and four now. Nine and four. Nine and four now. Um, three good. of those losses come in very recently after going undefeated since losing to Tampa Bay by yeah. three points. Luckily, I, I, I really think that, that that the Cowboys are probably like, you know what? We need to win out. We need to stop messing mm-hmm. around. We need to get our crap together. Everyone's back and healthy. So... I think they're back into shape. And I don't think they'll have any problems winning their division. Um, no, no, not with the football team, Eagles and Giants. Hopefully San Francisco Gosh. will do the same. I really don't I, – I hate that they lost last week to Seattle because I don't think that they should have. Yeah, you guys, just, you guys have a, just have a harder – have an actually tough division. Yeah. Um, the, what was that, Rams? Yep, Arizona. Arizona. Mm-hmm. No, they're you, 10, they're you're 10 probably, two. You're probably not going to win yours. Probably You'll not. probably come in second. Yeah. You might still get in. Yeah, we'll, 
take a wild card. Um, hopefully get in. Right now we got the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears playing. Justin Fields returning tonight. Yeah, that was a question whether, you know, to keep it, you know, to keep playing him this season or just go ahead and keep him out for the rest of the season. And just I mean, the Bears aren't they're not going to do anything. Not Fields has to say. Um I actually saw before the game um Josh Myers, former Buckeye, I believe I believe a center. Okay. Is what he was. Who plays for the Packers and Justin Fields were uh having a good talk before the game. Oh yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice to see. Nice to see former Buckeyes yeah. getting together like that. I don't think Josh is playing, not judging by the video clip I saw because Fields was suited up, Myers was in sweatpants and a <laughs> and a gotcha. Packers sweatshirt. Yeah. So just like almost every other Buckeye in the NFL, he's not playing. I mean, unless your name's like Michael Thomas, Chase Young, Bosa, yeah. Fields, you're probably not playing. Oh. All right. Well, I think we touched up on enough. We got our hour in, buddy. Yeah. So. Um, I do want to point this out. I now went to the Ohio State website, and we both won and lost against that team up north in hockey. Oh, okay. They, so we played them twice. They played twice. Lost the first time around two to five. Won the second time six to one. All right. And next up, we will play Bowling Green on the sixteenth. So yeah, oh. our, our our season barely begun. Thanks. But we will, I, I was right, we will end with that team up north. We'll play them on February 19th and February 18th to close Crazy. out the season. Crazy, we play them so many times. All right, well, let's sign off, my man, and call it a night. All right. All right, until next time, we out. Yeah!